0: so let's get into an informative and empowering conversation hello and welcome to the motherhood village podcast i'm your host nicole cumberbatch today we have sasha who's the founder of two 501c3 nonprofits project intentional inc and lit inc she is also a wife a mother of two and a full-time linkedin employee She's also a board member to two additional nonprofits, Better Being Foundation and Omaha Mom Prom, as well as a co-host to the podcast, Be a Better Being, Eight Years Sober from Alcohol. Sasha is a motivated, competitive, organized ball of energy. Her biggest passion is helping others. She believes that everyone should strive to become the best version of themselves. And she is a firm believer that there is enough real estate out there for us all to be successful. Amen. And she wants to leave her legacy in this world by making it a better place. Sasha, welcome. How are you today?
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here and spend some time with you today great
0: okay let's get into my icebreaker round what is your favorite book or podcast or anything that you'd like to recommend as a resource to someone listening to this episode
1: sure so i i have my own podcast i don't even listen to myself i've never listened to my my very i've never listened to a single recording of mine i don't have a podcast to suggest not a big reader. Uh, the books that I have read, the ones that have made profound impacts on me are David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. And then additionally, I love Glennon Doyle's Untamed. Those two really spoke to my soul. They um, reminded me of who I am, why I am the way I am, and to continue being who I am. Um, so I think, you know, if anyone's looking to to be like, man, I need to, I just, I, I, I want to, I want to be me. Yes, I would suggest Glennon Doyle's Untamed.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. That that book was a was a game changer for me, a game changer. How has motherhood transformed you?
1: Uh, <laughs> how, is that even like a question? I don't even I don't even know the old me. I don't even think she ever even existed. It must have just been a dream. I am a completely different person. I. Tired of motherhood, I had no idea of the hardships that women face. I had no idea what my potential was as a human being. Um, my mother, my, my journey into motherhood has been nothing that I expected, anticipated. I thought I was going to have this beautiful <laughs> Disney relationship and, and everything was going to be beautiful. And I was going to be painting nails and, you know, pretense tea parties. And I had my daughter nine weeks early. And she spent 74 days in the NICU at the age of 22 months. She was uh, diagnosed with level three autism. Nothing, nothing about motherhood has been typical for me. I've been a lot of grieving. It's It's, um been a lot of learning it's been a lot of growing yeah um
0: thank you for being vulnerable in that i think i think that's so profound because i think in motherhood we have this idea of what it's going to look like for us and it changes whether in, in many different ways and grieving often comes up a lot of times in motherhood i grieved the loss of my identity my career identity who was i um grieving comes up a lot and we don't talk about that enough Um, it takes a village to raise a child and to uplift a mother who and what has been a part of your village who has helped you.
1: There are way too many people for me to personally list. Um, but the number one person that I would say have had a, a, an impact on my motherhood journey would be my mother herself. I, you know, on the days that I couldn't be in the NICU just because I was exhausted. I was hormonal. I was depleted. Uh, my mom spent yeah. all her waking moments in the NICU. Now, mind you, I have two children. Um, they are 15 months apart. Kyan is the one. She's uh, four years old now. She's a female. She has autism. I have a three-year-old son. He's neurotypical. He's the, the light of my world. My mother has been my backbone. I've also been very fortunate to always have a nanny. Mm -hmm. And that's a a luxury that most persons do not have. Mm -hmm. Um, And then additionally, you know, I've had my sisters, my husband, all of my friends. I have an incredible community. They are so strong and they're there for me. And so by the grace of God, I just I have this tribe that is around me, that loves me, that holds me, that wants to see me genuinely succeed. Yeah. And so there are way too many people to list, but I would I attribute a lot to my mother. I
0: love that. Let's jump into the meat and potatoes of why we're here. I saw you on the Kelly Clarkson show, and I thought that was so amazing at what you do. Talk to me about, and I know you do a lot, and we can go into all of that, but tell me about your journey into creating Project Intentional. What was the inspiration behind creating it? What is your mission, and how do you hope to impact the community with Project Intentional?
1: Yeah, so um, it all started with clients. Every single thing that I have done has been because of that little girl. She's a nonverbal world change agent. Like that little girl has come here to completely dissect my life, make me a better person and change this world. So in 2019, I was sitting in the nursery. I had one baby right here. I had the other baby right here. I uh, Draco was three months old. Kyan was 18 months old. I was exhausted, hormonal, depleted, and this is a this is the story. The story they didn't air on Kelly Clarkson, yes, so I, I, I didn't have, hear
0: this. I didn't hear this. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, this is. Um, they cut this part out, and I understand why they did because it, it was like okay, they wanted to get the the mission of Project Intentional out. They did not necessarily get out uh, the the feelers for it. But so I was sitting there in the nursery and. Andrew, my husband, walks in and he goes, hey, uh, what do you want for Christmas? And I just like looked at him and I was like, well, you cannot ask me what I want for Christmas right now. Like I'm leaking. I am fluffy. I'm not myself. I'm exhausted. And I just was holding these two babies and I broke down crying. And I thought to myself, I don't have a single need mm. or a single want. What a luxury. Mm. What oh, a luxury. Wow. Yes. And how am I sitting here and I can call on my nanny, I can call on my mom and I I'm I'm miserable. I work for an incredible company. I have outstanding health benefits. I have, like you mentioned, my tribe, my, my community, who's there constantly checking in on me, bringing us food, all these things. how do single moms do it? Yeah. How? I have everything, everything at my fingertips, and I can't even do it. Mm-hmm. How do single moms do it, let alone single moms with children of special needs? Yeah. I, I, I just, it, it blew my mind. So uh, that... I looked at him and I said, Andrew, I, I have to adopt a mom. I have to adopt a mom. And I went on social media and I posted on a on a group on Facebook. And I just said, I, I've i just been overwhelmed with the amount of, of gratitude for the blessings that I have received and the support that I have. And I would love to adopt any, any of you that are in need during this holiday season. Please just let me know. Type below. And um, I'd love to see how I can bless you. Oh, I had over 80 women respond, oh 80. God. And let me tell you what they wanted were socks, Wow, underwear, basic means. And I was like, girls, no, like Christmas presents, like holiday, like a closet, okay, like self-care, what kind of self-care, something for you to like, have. Yes. What? Like, can I get you a toy? Can I? No, I, I really just am struggling to get pull-ups. I don't have enough money for my kids to have pajamas or coats or socks. And so at that moment, I just went into existential crisis mode. I leveraged everyone in my, in my network, everyone that was in that social media group. And I decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to do something. So I got all 80 of those moms um, adopted. And then in January of 2020, uh, I I leaned over to my sister and I said, like that, we can't just stop. Like, (laughs) this is an issue. This is an issue. We can't just be like, oh, we did it. We did it. We're fabulous. High five. We adopted all these moms. Let's let's go shopping. Like That's not how I work at all. Yeah. And so in February of 2020, we um, submitted all of the papers and were approved to become a 501c3 nonprofit. Our mission statement has changed. I'll tell you the old mission statement and I'll tell you the, the new one because... This is uh, expanding and blossoming into the most beautiful thing ever. But the old mission statement was, we collect items all year round and in turn, offer them to moms in need. Our mission is to make it so that no mom or kiddo goes a holiday season without receiving a gift, making the season brighter and the load lighter. Ever since then, more and more needs have been... opened up, uh, we're seeing the the truth of really what's going out there and and how much women are struggling. Mm -hmm. And our new mission statement is intentionally restoring dignity in women and in children and families, one project at a time. So, you know, what you saw on Kelly Clark's was incredible. And I'm very thankful for that. But it was not even, not even the tip of the iceberg.
0: This is incredible, and I'm so. uh, You know, it's interesting because I'm happy that then we're having this conversation, so that I can say, look, you know, this is this is her why. This is this is the incredible story behind Project International. For you to have that moment and clarity to say, wow, because I I feel the same way. I feel like how are we having research? I say I bow down to to three women, Um, single moms, moms of multiples and moms with older kids, because I Lord knows how to navigate parenthood now, especially in this day and age. But truthfully, to your point, as as also moms with children of disabilities, like that has to be talk about unprepared. (laughs) For I, yeah, um, I couldn't even fathom. I couldn't even imagine. So, but to the point, especially the single moms, like we have villages. Your story is similar to mine in the sense of I have my mom, I have my mother in law, I have a very you know we my husband and I have the means we can get things. Like I, I, I gave away how many pajamas the other day. Like my son, you know we go to TJ Maxx. You know it's like some things that we don't even think about. You said socks. I also saw on your website you give out. um Oh goodness. Like, um, period and menstrual items like, Oh my gosh. So tell me, tell me, um, because I know we have some limited time here, but I want to make sure that I, that you are also being able to share all the things that you need to share for project international. So my next question to you is, um, tell me about what that then looks like on Christmas. Cause I I saw it on your website and I saw, I think you had pictures, like, tell me what that looks like, what Christmas looks like there. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah. So I'll tell you a little bit about the store. And then what I'll do is I'll tell you what we're doing next. Perfect. Um, So this vision came to me. Um, I, I am a firm believer that there's one well and there's multiple ways to the well. So we don't call it a Christmas store. We call it a holiday store. Um, I don't care where, where you come from. I don't care like any of your background. I just want you to be loved. I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel, um, validated and I want you to feel like you matter, because guess what, girl? You do. You matter. You matter so, so much. So we don't have any signage. When you walk in, you don't see a single thing about Project Intentional at all. Um, there's not... I mean, nothing. You check in. You are able to drop off your kiddos at child care. At child Care, we're very intentional about everything we do, every single thing. And so at childcare, you know, we have, we make sure that the kiddos are fed, um, that they have arts and crafts. So the food that we give them are non dairy, uh, gluten free, nut free, like every single type of allergy we try to avoid. So like this last year, we had a little guy who filled his belly with 12 mandarin oranges, super cute, super full. Um, and then, you know, the moms can, go shopping for free and and they don't have to have any of their their kiddos tied to their side. Additionally in the childcare room we have an arts and crafts station where they get to do two crafts. One craft goes home to the mom and one craft gets donated to an elderly um center so that now you know someone who is uh, yes. older and might get forgotten about they can receive a, a craft as well. Now, once the mom is done dropping their kiddo off at the um, mm-hmm. child care station, they will go and find out about all of these resources. So we invite over twenty five mm-hmm. different nonprofits, professional resources, uh, places that are hiring. You think of LinkedIn, we had LinkedIn there. We had photographer there. We had, um, attorney there who printed out 600 power of wills wow. and had a notary so that every mom, I mean, we had eight women get hired on the spot. We want these women to come and like, I have an arsenal. I have an arsenal of all these resources here in Omaha that are free for you to literally change your life. Um, my, there was a little girl who was 16 who started her own company and she was braiding hair for the kids in the, in the childcare. Um, there was a a nonprofit there that helps women who are ready to leave a domestic violence or a domestic abuse um, and have all the resources that if they want to change their life right then and there that day, they never have to go back to the situation they were in. We had one woman step forward and say, I don't want to go back. I can't go back. I need to change my home, my life, my home, my housing. Can you help? We had all the resources there that day. Yeah. So imagine going to this uh, resource fair, career fair. Love fair where you could get diapers, you can get formula, you can get pacifiers, you can talk to a doula, you can talk to a grief counselor, you can go and hang out at a prayer booth. And once you've visited all of these different booths, then you get to go into the magical kingdom, the Winter Wonderland Emporium Holiday Store. Again, I don't care what you guys celebrate, I just want you to feel love. you know. And so you can go shopping for free, no questions asked. You will receive one toy for each child, one pack of socks or underwear for each child. And then lastly, there's another section that's for mama gifts. And that's my favorite. That's my section that I go shopping for. I go all out for these moms. I'm very intentional with the gifts that I get them. Um, I think about do they need vacuum? I, I could shop all year round. It's wonderful. <laughs> like for me, it's great for my husband too. Right. Cause now I'm not like shopping for myself. Now I'm like shopping for others and it doesn't come out of his bank account or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an act of love, a service of love that is all year round.
0: Oh my God. I don't even know where to begin other than it's I'm just so incredible. And for you to have that. um, And like, I want to jump in and be like, how the heck, you know, you have the different positions. You're still, you have your career, you're a philanthropist, you know, you juggle the different roles. I do want to say for anyone listening, because this is a motherhood podcast, how are you intentional to make sure, because you still have a demanding, you said you have a nonverbal child, right? So let's talk non-verbal. about this. Yep. yep. That's, that's like that. Oof, that's a lot to impact there as well. But I want yeah. you to tell for any mother listening that might have a calling that might want to do something, but they're like, listen, I have my kids, I have this speak on how you are intentional with that. Cause I know it cannot be easy and what you do. And I hate the word balance, but how do you juggle those roles? How do you juggle the balls of everything?
1: <laughs> yes, So, um, I'm going to try not to cry. Yes. This is probably going to be my favorite part. You know, I can talk about all of that all day, but I'm going to tell you guys Number number one, it's exactly that. I'm intentional with everything I do. My time. My time is the most beautiful asset that has ever been given to me. Yes. It's the most beautiful thing that you are given. It is the one thing that no matter what, no matter how much money, no matter what status you're in, whatever level you're in, your time, you will never get that back. Ever. And if you have a calling, sis, I'm going to tell you right now, you were made for big, bold, beautiful things, and only you were made to do them. So how do you do it? You be you. Lean into your gut. Lean into that intuition. You are a mother, you were gifted something that no one else was given. Your own personal intuition. Yes. What is it telling you? What were you supposed to do? If it was, I was supposed to open that door for that random stranger and I don't want him to make fun of me. Do it. Do it. Lean into that intuition. And the more you lean into the who you are, the who you were created to be, you will see exactly what you were created to do. Mm. Only you were created to do the things that you were made to do. No one else was given that chore. No one else was given that task. And if that means that you have to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable doing it, I challenge you to do it. You don't have to go and create a a brand new, you know, serial or uh, go start a podcast. You just need to lean into what that little voice is telling you to do. And I promise every little step that you intentionally take and you say, I can do this. I can be me because it's what I was created to be. Your life will blossom. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I, I, am like
0: snapping my fingers here. I'm like, amen, because yes, 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 yes. And in essence, you lean into your true gifts and everything will fall into place the way it's supposed to do. You will find a way to manage your time. You will find the way to juggle the things you will find the way to do it because you're living intentionally. I love that Sasha. Please tell me what's next for project intentional as we wind up here. Um, you know, and then how people can connect with you obviously will be in the show notes, but how people can connect with you. And then what is next? Do you have an ask how people can donate? Um, and then your final thoughts.
1: Yeah, sure. So last year, the babies and I drove from Omaha. That's where we reside all the way to Mission Beach, California. Uh, My husband, my, my, my kiddos and I, and we were taking a sabbatical and I was like, I'm going to be national. Everything's going to be national and everyone's going to know about Project Intentional. And you know what happened? God sat, sat there and he said, no, Sasha, he's, he's not you want to heal the United States. Yes, girl, you do, don't you? And I said, yeah, of course I do. I want, I want to heal the United States. He said, how do you heal the body? I said, well, I don't know. He goes, you heal by focusing on the organs. Yes. Okay. So I'm in the heartland. And he said, not just the heartland, you're in Omaha, you're right smack dab in the middle. You're not going to just focus on the heartland. You're going to focus on the heart. We are just going to literally focus on our cities. We're focusing on the heart of the United States, right smack dab in the middle in Omaha, Nebraska. And we don't need to take mission trips because our city is going to be our mission trip. We are going to be providing menstrual products for females who are, and and non-binary, and whatever you identify, don't care, want to love you, um, for those fighting period poverty. And that's just the beginning of it. We are going to be the change that needs to happen in our city so that other people can come and say, what did this city do? How did you do it? And we're going to say one intentional project at a time.
0: I love that. I think staying with your core is this. And when I started the motherhood village, I had the same thing. You and I are so similar, many different levels. And my husband was like, babe, he's like, you make change. Cause I was like social media and I need to go big. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you have to f- focus on your local community and then it will go from there. So I am with mm-hmm. you. I love that. I reached out to you cause I would love to see how I can be intentional with that here in South Florida. Um, so we can talk off, off, um, you know, offhand about that. But please tell me how people can follow you, if how people can connect with Project Intenet, um, Intentional, can donate, and then your final thoughts.
1: Yeah, so we, you know, you can donate monetary. Um, one thing that you can always do is just send us positive vibes. You can find us on... Um, social media at Project Intentional. Our website is www.projectintentional.com. Um, if you if you don't have the money um, to donate, <laughs> doesn't matter. Pray for us. Yeah. Speak speak love to us. If you if you don't pray, uh, manifest uh, an abundance of love for us and an abundance of faith. Those are the things that I'm manifesting this year. That's the only things that are on my Uh, vision board is an abundance of love and an abundance of faith, because I know that with those two things, um, my higher power will be able to use me as a vessel to continue to be the change that we all want to see.
0: Powerful, powerful words. Sasha, you are an inspiration. Thank you for the work that you are doing. Um, Are there any other parting words that you want to say to maybe a mom listening to this? And then um, and then we'll we'll part from there.
1: Yeah, girl, you were given this child and I I hated the same. <laughs> um, everything happens for a reason. Mm, yeah. And when you know everyone kept saying that about Kyan and I and and it was such a struggle because I was like you guys don't understand this this is not. Yes, it is true. Everything happens for a reason. This child even if they're your biggest uh struggle, they were given to you because only you can can do what you do and that's be you and that's be their mother. So continue pushing on, continue being yourself, extend grace to yourself. You are a magical human being that is put on this earth to be you. We love you. I love you. You matter. And with that, you know, just keep being the best version of yourself and the mom that you are, because your kiddo, they don't know any other mom. They only know you you are a gift to them. So thank you for being
0: their mom. Oh, thank you so much, Sasha. Um, like I said, you are an inspiration. Thank you for the work that you do. And I always end by saying continued blessings to you for love and light, but not only to you, but for project intentional and for all the work that you're doing. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this impactful episode of the motherhood village podcast.